It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Well, hey, Chad, I see you uh, changed the clock for us <laughs> in our studio here. <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah, yeah we uh, kind of forgot to, to change it after the time change, uh, which was, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. We're supposed to spring forward and fall back, and we fell back. <laughs> we, fell. we fell behind on <laughs> yeah. falling back. And I got to tell you, I struggled this year with the time change. I, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, if I think it was both physical and spiritual, honestly. Really? But I struggled because I just didn't feel well. I felt like I had no energy. I kind of like I had the blues, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and really, it just kind of kicked in today. I had a really great conversation with God, and it just kind of brought me back. You Good. know, it... it and I can't even tell you, it's not like I heard God say this, this, and this. It was just the fact that I engaged God pretty much all day. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the day, I was feeling better. Good. So I think that's something that we can tell people about. Great. You know, to do this if they find themselves in the winter blues. as Winter is upon us now with snow on the ground this morning. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Chad McLeish. And we are missing Ian Thornton yeah. tonight. That's Phil, okay. Phil had his picture on his phone, and we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna set the phone here with a picture of him. But we will come up with a cardboard cutout. Yes, we will for full future episodes. Yeah, full size cardboard cutout for future episodes with a Christmas sweater. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and the and the the mouth that moved like they yeah. did. I can't, Hey, Chad, did you hear what Phil said? Yeah. I, I can't remember what show that was. I don't know if it was like Saturday Night Live. I don't remember what it was, but they had this this one character on there that was a cardboard cutout, and they'd, they would move his mouth with a popsicle stick. That's like, you know, oh, this could get Oh, bad. that's hilarious. Yeah, this could we be. We could have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, one. we. this would be stress relief is yes. what this would be called. That would be a good thing to beat the winter blues. Yeah. Yeah, we could just make cardboard cutouts of each other and you know, just do the whole just do the whole uplift show that way. I love it. I yeah. love it. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah, so uh it's officially winter and you being well, not that you really follow football anymore, but the Cleveland Browns were gonna be playing Buffalo in Buffalo, uh and there's a like a snowstorm coming and they're predicting to be two to four feet of snow in Buffalo. Oh my goodness. Well, I know that's true because my mom lives in Ashtabula. Uh-huh. She sent me a picture today. I could not believe the amount of snow they got. Mm-hmm. So it must be headed that way towards Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, they play Sunday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, which will – the game will have aired by the time that this airs, so you – know, Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So – but, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Winter's upon us, and so you've been affected – by the time change? I think so. I, I didn't know if I was sick or just run down or if I just needed a break. I didn't know what it was, but I really felt foggy, uh, very fatigued. And and I've been eating better, too, and I've been exercising a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, maybe I'm just not adjusting to the exercise, but I think I just needed to talk to God and just kind of get some things 
straightened up again in my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I was starting to allow the enemy to tell me things that weren't true, but they seemed true. Yeah. And so I had to, and I took them, and I, you know, he did say to me, ask me. Mm -hmm. So I asked him. Mm -hmm. And I never, like I said, didn't really get an answer, but I just felt better. Yeah. And I know that the things that I was believing to be true were not true. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just, you know, how the the spirit and the physical body are just so tied together that one one is down, the other can be down too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I think that this time it was just my spirit was down and it was causing effects in my physical body. Yeah. Well, in your situation as a pastor, you know, you've been challenged lately with some stuff. Yes, I mean, you're, yes. You're dealing with some stuff as part of your, your flock and protecting your flock. Mm-hmm. And in your situation, you know, we've talked about God and you know God is taking you to a whole new level of pastorship. Is that a word? <laughs> I like that word. But... <laughs> I don't know what it is. A whole new level of anointing, okay, uh, and 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 all that sort of thing. So you know, but to get there, there's mm. a pruning, there's a pruning and a refining mm. that's taking place. So, so true. yeah, so you are going to a higher level, you yourself personally. So there's this refinement that's taking place, and you're walking through real life situations as yeah. a as a learning and as an expression of your faith in your role as a pastor. Mm. So that's probably very weighty on you, whether you you realize it or not. Yeah, you probably did, but I, I see that in you personally. And I'm watching you walk through it. How am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're doing really well. Because, I mean, not not every day, I'm sure, in your own mind. You know, I'm sure there are days where you you look perfectly good on the surface. You're, You're that swimmer in the water who looks good on the surface, but below... The waves you're really paddling really hard that right, other right. other people don't know right, about. Right. I mean that that's a thing, and right. uh, but yeah, I mean I see that with you. But the but the one thing about it is, for you to get to this point and to this level, obviously God trusts you with this flock, mm-hmm. and so He has a high level of trust in you, and you know because you've done well and you do have that relationship with Him. Yeah, and you know. That relationship is something that I never, I didn't always have. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, just in the last couple of days, I've really been reflecting on that a lot because I really feel like that perhaps I'm going to be able to help someone understand it better. Yeah. Um, and that's probably why he's had me thinking about it. But I remember, you know, when I was maybe 30 years ago or so, uh, for, first of all, 30 years ago, I didn't even want to go to church. I would kick and scream, you know, there's no way I'm walking into a church. That's just not my thing. Right. I was 22 years old. Right. But then even when I started going to church, and I'm hearing people say, well, God said this, and God said that. And I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, you're hearing from God? What are you hearing? And, and right. I, I didn't understand that. Right. And I didn't realize that that comes as part of a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so I said to God one day, I re- specifically remember this driving down the road saying, God, if you talk to people, talk to me. And it's amazing what happened. I didn't hear a voice like uh, you're hearing my voice, Mm -hmm. but I had thoughts that would come to mind. Mm -hmm. And they would 
become they would manifest real mm-hmm. and I had um, gut feelings if you will or um, just had knowledge of things before they ever happened and I'm like okay that must be God talking then mm-hmm. because I couldn't make this stuff up mm-hmm. so I just kept working with him and asking him and then I would hear like not a voice but like my own voice mm-hmm. in my mind like a thought would come to mind like and I thought did I just create that and so I would test it mm-hmm. I was like God if that was you mm-hmm. then let it come again mm-hmm. if it wasn't you then let it go away. Right. And sometimes it would come again, and sometimes it would just keep coming, like, boom, boom, you know, smashing me down. Right. And I knew that was him. But other times it would be very subtle, that still, small voice mm-hmm. that you hear. Um, and that got me to start trusting him more. Mm-hmm. And from there, it turned into, like, a friendship. Right. A, a true relationship. And... It's been amazing, and I, honestly, I could, if you don't stop me, I could probably talk for a couple hours on this. <laughs> so what do you think? Well, I think uh, back to your point about having God talk to you, I had a very interesting example of that okay. from not very long ago. I, I'm going to say this summer. Um, so when, and there was a controversial thing that happened, I think this summer, the, the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Right. And there was all kinds of chatter about it. People, every, a lot of people had, not everyone, but a lot of people had opinions about it one way or the other. And everybody had personal thoughts and feelings about it. And there was a big conversation that took place between people I know on social media. And one person I know said, you know, whose, their comment was, um, you know, that they... That you know, they they felt like abortion should be allowed up until a certain point because up until a certain point, it you know they they their opinion was it's not that a fetus is not a living thing up until a certain point. And I just I prayed a lot about all that to God because I I I have my own opinion and I would know what my thoughts are, but I prayed to God about it and I was like, what is what is about that that person's opinion or thoughts about that. And he answered me, what's the difference between a honeybee and an elephant? Um, besides size? Yeah. But no, no, it, don't go too deep with it. Okay. His point, God's point very clear to me was, who, deci- who decides what cells or what, whatever building blocks of life. Yeah. What become, what, what group of cells become a honeybee and what becomes an elephant? God decides. God decides it. And and that's when it's like, that's it. That's the crux of the conversation. Oh, yeah. And, and not that, you know, this is uplift. We don't want to go into, go, <laughs> yeah, go into all that. We're not going to get political. No, right? <laughs> no. But, but the point was, I asked God, like, what do you think about that? And he answered me with that. Hmm. So the funny thing about it is, is when you talk to God, he's not going to always give you... Mm. direct answers but make mo- make no mistake yeah i knew exactly what he meant oh yeah yeah and the, and and really when you think about that because the, the there was people arguing you know at what point is a a fetus or a, a fertilized egg a, a a human being and all that sort of thing god was like i decide what becomes a honeybee and i decide what becomes an elephant 
before they're even a thing. Right. And, and his point was, he's our creator. Right. He's the creator of everything. And so, again, we're not going down that rabbit hole, but it's an example of how God talks to us. Mm-hmm. And it was unmistakable. And I'm sure you have millions. Like you said, you could go on for hours. Yeah. But, but you have tons and tons of examples of that. But that that's the one recently that comes to my mind is God talks to us in very unique ways. And he's done that to me right. many times over the past couple of years. Um, you know, like he, he will give you an answer that you would never have thought about on your own. Right. I would have certainly never have come up with that on my own. Oh, no, no. And the thing is, you gave credit to God. Yeah. Even if, you, you know, you very easily could have said, well, that was an interesting thought and just went about your day. Right. But you gave credit to God. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's important. Yeah. Because God is speaking to everyone. Yeah. All the time. And we, we don't always hear. And even when we are closer to God... We may not hear. We may miss something. I've missed things. Right. And I found out later. But what I mean is when you give credit to God, you're enhancing your relationship with God because you're putting him in his right place. Mm-hmm. He just told me something. Right. Yes, because right. that's who he is. Right. And that's what he does. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we could go beyond the elephant and the bee, and it could be, you know, from anything from... What do I have for breakfast in the morning to should I go to church today or not? God is giving you information on that. Right. Mm-hmm. All the time. And, and you know, I'm trying to make it simplistic, but it really is that simple that God is speaking. And if we just acknowledge that he's speaking and acknowledge that he did tell us and acknowledge who he is, it makes a tremendous difference in our lives. Because mm-hmm. number one... We realize we're no longer, we're not alone yeah. ever. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's one thing. And we have the creator of all things speaking to us. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ever feel insignificant, just know that God's speaking to you. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes you pretty significant. Right. Mm-hmm. In his eyes. That's right. So that was really good, Chad. I like that. Mm-hmm. An elephant and a bee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was very clear. And, and and I think I'd shared that on social media, maybe not in that conversation. Maybe I did. I don't remember. But, I mean, I, I definitely gave credit to him because it's like I would have never thought yeah. of that. That's yeah. not something I would think about. But, you know, I think um, I think in general people really need to really um, – I'm going to use the term. I, I made a social media post about this today. Tighten the bolts on a relationship. I'm, I'm, a, mm. I'm a mechanical kind of a – I'm a yeah. classic car guy. I like working on – I like driving them more, but I like working on them too. Not not quite as much, but to, I, I'm I'm you know tighten the bolts on your relationship with God, and it's to, to do maintenance on it. It's to practice it. It's to, yeah. it's to keep your relationship, you know, up you know uh, up in maintenance, and to keep your relationship strong and and healthy and functioning. You know, I was telling you earlier, I, I attended a a, a funeral uh, visitation today for a classmate of mine. Guy was forty six years old. And, you know, I saw a lot of classmates there I hadn't seen since high school and all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And uh, just attending this this funeral visitation today, it just really drove home that, you know, no matter how – and I told my Kathy, my wife, this on the way over here. I, I was on the phone with her on the way over here, and I was telling her, I said, you know, I said, 
You could be six years old. You could be 26, 46, 66, 86 years old. It doesn't matter. We No one gets out alive physically. Right. Nobody right. physically right. gets out alive. Right, right. I mean, you know. Uh, there's, you might be able to, to come back for a while, you know, like Jesus did all that, but, uh, nobody gets out alive. We are going to meet our creator. We are going to meet Jesus and we want that relationship now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. It's not, it's not like a matter of like, I'm not, you know, no, you know, this isn't a panic thing. This isn't a, it's just a thing that we have to remember and be cognizant of. We are going to meet our creator. And my dad, you know, my dad was always just a very plain, practical kind of a guy. You know, just no must, no fuss. He just said what was on his mind in a very simple way. And, you know, he would always say, this is a preview of coming attractions. This <laughs> this life is nothing but a, a tri-, he called it a trial run. He said, this life is nothing but a trial run for eternity. And he said, God wants to s- just to, to see how we're going to do and if we're going to walk with him in this life mm. for our eternal life and I, and to me and today that just was a fresh reminder this boy was 46 years old he died suddenly of a unexpected heart attack complete mm. shock to everybody and his family all of his friends and everybody who knew him complete shock and um you know there we all have questions about, you know, people that we know and their faith and all that sort of thing that, you know, they're kind of rhetorical questions. But it's just important for us to remember, keep that relationship with God tight because we're yeah. going to we're going to meet him someday yeah. uh, in face to face, you yeah. know, yeah. and it's not this is certainly not a scare tactic. No, no, this is a relationship just as it, it's no different. Well, it is different in obvious ways, but. It's it's kind of the same thing as our relationship with our loved ones, you know. Like if you want to have a strong relationship with your wife or husband, whatever, uh, your spouse, uh, you know, your family, your parents, whomever, your good friends, you work and invest in those relationships. You know, you, you know, marriages especially marriages, you have to work and invest a lot of time and energy and effort to keep that marriage strong, and it's. It's no different with God because, like we've been talking about lately, God gives us choices. Mm-hmm. You have the choice. He's not going to beat you over the head right. with anything. Right. You have the choice. So it's important that we choose to have that relationship with God because that's that's the alternative we want. <laughs> yeah. It, and you're right. You I don't like scare tactics, and and I didn't take that as a scare tactic either. And I've had them used against me, mm-hmm. and it pushed me away. Right before I, because like I said, it's thirty years ago. I didn't really have a relationship with God, mm-hmm. and I remember very specifically somebody saying to me at a softball game. I was playing softball. I think it was uh, I was in college, and a guy I, I was a good friend of mine was getting married, and. Somehow he organized a softball game before the day of his wedding. But anyway, that's right. another story. Right. But this guy came up to me and he sat down. He just picked me out. And he goes, so what church do you go to? I wasn't going to a church at right. the time. Right. But you know what? I made one up. 
Because you were uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. So you were. Very, I made up the name of a church. I knew he wouldn't know. Uh-huh. And then he starts asking me about my relationship with God. And I'm like, I think I'm needed out in left field right now. <laughs> you know, I said some kind of excuse and got away from him. Right. Made me very uncomfortable because he, the way he approached. Right. But when you gently and lovingly say, hey, look, there's something here for you. Call it a relationship with God. Yeah. First person that ever did that to me, I wanted it. Mm-hmm. I wanted that, and it it well, he didn't say you should, you should, you should. Mm-hmm. He said, "Hey, y- y- have you ever considered this?" Right. I'm like, I want that. Right. So, yeah, we're not trying to scare anybody, but you're absolutely right. We will. I mean, the Bible says we will stand before God someday. Yeah. And give an account. Yep. And I know I've made mistakes. I know that I've missed some things. And I know I'll miss more and I'll make more mistakes. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, our sins are not counted against us. They are forgiven. Right. They are absolutely forgiven. Mm-hmm. So don't use that as an excuse. Well, you don't know what I've done. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you've done. It doesn't matter once you go to God. Right. What I'm talking about is... When you do have that relationship and you do want to do something for him to better his kingdom, because that's something when you get closer to him, you just want that. He builds that in you because you're giving him the ability to, to do it. Because like you said, he won't force you. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you he presents something to you, you can choose to go the other way. Mm-hmm. But it's not about your sins. It's about... Knowing him and, and living with him as being a friend. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what he said in, in John chapter 16. I now can consider you friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And it's very basic, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's very basic. Like I, I, this morning I was reading in the book of John um, while I was eating my, my fruits and vegetables for breakfast. <laughs> but uh, I was reading in the, in the book of John and... Um, you know, it, it talks about, you know, what's it, what does it take to be accepted, you know, as a child of God? And it is you acknowledge Jesus. Yeah. You acknowledge that he sent Jesus, his son, to die for our sins. Why did Jesus die? He died for our sins. Yeah. So, you know, when, you, when, we, when we think about that, when we really think about that, it's an incredible gift that God gave us, mm-hmm. you know. We're, it is. We're, it is. It's an incredible gift. He gave us, a, his son Jesus died for us. Why? To atone for our sins. And it's that easy. All you have to do is profess to God that you believe in, accept his, his son Jesus as your savior. It's that simple. And then, you know, you're, you're, you have your relationship with God right there. Yeah. I mean... And it will only get stronger. And we need it. Yes. We, we we need our relationship with God. God was God will do things that, and I'm going to use myself, uh, I'm going to put myself on the table here. Okay. <laughs> it's, you know, the bottle of Diet Mountain Dew isn't going to solve all my problems. <laughs> uh, Doritos, that bag of Doritos I love is not going to solve all my problems. For other people, it's other things. 
gambling, alcohol, drugs, whatever. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm no better than anyone else. I've got my own stuff. Yeah. But my point is your relationship with God is going to be able to walk you through problems mm. that your stuff is not going to be able to do. And you will you don't even have to really I want to be careful how I say this. You don't have to do the work. Right. You have to work at it, but you don't right. have to do the work. Right. You know what it, I mean? It's it, you're walking. You're you're to use an eonism, it's God's coming alongside of you at that point. Yes. Because you've chose to say, "Hey, I want to have a relationship with you. I want to know what this is about, and I want to I I I just want to walk out this relationship with you." Yeah. And guess what? He comes alongside. Yes. Yeah, I mean, think about when you walk into a dark room and you flip the light on. Now you can see everything. There's power in that light that, that is illuminating the room that you can see in your eyes. It's the same power, greater power, I should say. When, <clears throat> when you accept the Lord and you build this relationship with him, it's that power comes into your life and makes changes. It illuminates things that you can see that, that need change. You take them to God, they get changed. Mm-hmm. God will, he wants you so badly to be better that he will do the work if you're willing to go along with it mm-hmm. and, and make the changes that are required. You know, it's not like you rub the lamp and God pops out and says, what are your three wishes? No, it's, God, here's how I'm feeling today. Here's something that bothered me today. Here's something that I need help with. Hey, you know this person's suffering. Can you help that person? It's that kind of thing. Right. And it's through prayer, through reading the Bible, through fellowship with others, through worship. There's many ways yeah. to work on your relationship with God. And, and then you, you know, I didn't even think about this one. I was just kind of venting when we first got here. And I said, you know, I've been feeling kind of down and under the weather, but that's proof of what God did. Right. Because I didn't make that change. And all I did was I brought a couple concerns to him and now without even really having a thought I know that I was listening to a lie I just know right that's what he does yep and you know the best lies are real close to the truth oh yeah and you this know, one was very close to the truth and you know because Kathy's big on that my wife Kathy she's so big on that like she and, and she's like discernment isn't and we've talked about this before Discernment isn't picking things that are fifty miles apart. Mm. Discernment is picking things that are that are very close together. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's the truth, and then there's the almost the truth. And discerning is picking between the two and finding out the truth and what's almost the truth, but it's really a, a lie that sounds really good. Right. You know, a compass points north, not almost north. Right. It always points north. Yeah. Yep. The truth, there's only one truth. And, and you, you can't, if you're just outside of the truth, you're, it's not truthful. Right. Yep. Yeah, very good. Well, look at that time. I know. It, it goes fast. It sure it? does. Wow. We had a powerful conversation. Today. We did. I really enjoyed this. I really liked that elephant and bee thing. That was oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. It, that's straight from God. And, you yeah. know, and, and he will talk to everybody like that. You yeah. know, when you, when you ponder things like that, and it may not come right away, yeah. but he he has ways 
that his wisdom is beyond anything on this earth. You know, the, the most wise people, you know, that you might know, you know, college professors, whomever, they got nothing on God. Right. <laughs> and it's simple. The most simple thing will be the most profound. Exactly. You know, in the Bible, in one of the Psalms, I, I, it escapes me right now which one. He says, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. But if we actually look at the word be still, it can literally be translated as let it go and know that I am, I am God. Mm-hmm. He is the one who is greater than anything that you are bringing to him. Mm-hmm. If it's a health problem, he's greater. If it's a financial problem, he's greater. A relationship problem, he's greater. I don't care. A problem that's not even been thought of yet, he's still greater. Yeah. Let it go and know that he is God and in control. Yep. I like it. Makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we have to let go of this recording for tonight because we're out of time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it really was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. Always right. do. Well, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll keep going on through Christmas and into the new year if you'll keep coming to see us. Yep. So thank you for joining in tonight. Yep, yep. Have a good week, and send us your request. Yes, yes. Make sure send us prayer requests, topic requests. I know there's nothing this guy can't tackle. <laughs> <laughs> you might not like the answer. It might not even be any good. But if I if I ask God, it'll it's be right. much better That's than right. if I do it myself. That's right. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see you all.